Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-dow! 139, man Yes Okay, there <laughs> 139 All aboard the Hogwarts Express <laughs> That's what it's, I. That's what he's that a murderer. He's a murderer. What it's is that? Serious black. That is. What does the shrunken head say? Eat the pea soup, eat you before it eats you, or something <laughs> Hold like on. that. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. Why the long faces? <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so dumb. Oh man. Anyway, uh, but enough about Harry Potter yeah, and the Harry Potter Prisoner references. of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, that was one of my favorite movies. So a little good. bit more about Harry Potter. Yeah, the bo- out of the movies, and the book was still better. Yeah, oh well, yeah, every book the, is better. The books are books the movies are, all are still good. Yeah, um, that one game came out too. Yeah, I Hogwarts Legacy or something like that. Do you have it? Or are you, are you no. going to get it? No, I thought it was going to be like fully multiplayer. So I thought you were going to like be in a common room with like a whole bunch of other people who are also playing online, but it's just single player. It's lame. Might be fun, but not what you were. Yeah, yeah, wanting it to be. Okay, it was, that yeah, makes sense. Exactly. Anyway, enough about uh, Harry Potter video games. Um, <laughs> this is uh, episode 139 of American Brews and Tunes. Oh yeah. Uh, this is a one-off episode, and as you all know, that means we are just reviewing one album in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and that album is by the band The Swellers, uh, which we've spoken about before in the podcast. We have. Um, we reviewed their album Light Under the Closed Door? Light Under Closed Doors, yeah. Yeah. I always get that one Fantastic with album. the same year Less Than Jake came out with an album called See the Light. Okay. And like I, oh, I was always light. mixing up the light Light titles. and most of them, yeah. yeah. Um, but we reviewed that long, long ago. Um, it was now, a while ago. Now we're, we're here to review uh, the EP that came out right before that called Running Out of Places to Go. Yeah, it came out like a year before that, didn't it? Um, more than a year before that. When did uh, Light Under Closed Doors come out? I thought it came out in 2013. Um, it might have. Let me uh, consult Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is, this is an EP. There are like five songs on it. Um, and they all... Compared to Light Under Closed Doors, they kind of sound a little bit similar to that album. Maybe a little bit faster, though. Light Under Closed Doors is mostly like slower. It came out October uh, 2013, so it was about a ye- year and a half. Almost exactly a year after this one. Okay. I wonder, I wonder if these were like, if they had a bunch of songs written and then they had too many for one album and then they like split it up and released this EP before. I think it was unrelated. Unrelated? From what mm-hmm. I remember them saying from um like interviews and just whatever they were the talking general about the yeah um but yeah. It, yeah it was a while ago though but this one came out in october of 2012 which 2012, is a, yeah. about a year and a half after their last full length which was good for me good for me mm-hmm. um and if you ever read the article um, written by the swellers drummer called uh, and it's a long title. It's called The Life and Death of a Mid-Level Band, The End of the Swellers. Mm. Um, they talk about that period a lot. Um, and I guess the label didn't promote the album properly. And they like kind of like reshuffled the schedule release and, and kind of screwed the band over a little bit. You mean so, uh, the album Good For Me? Yeah, for, okay. uh, for Good For Me. Um, and so it didn't it really didn't sell well. Okay. Um, like they said, it was the most money they that was put into an album. And it sold the, the worst out of all their albums. Oh, even wow. ones that they've self-funded. Wow. Um, so they were 
Um, and direct quote from Jonathan Diener says, we were stuck at mid-level band land. Mid-level band land. Um, yeah. And so I think they were like super jaded and like kind of just like losing, like focus on like losing what's the, the point of being a band. Yeah. Um, and I think that is like the theme of this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could I could definitely see that. I can I, I could make an argument for that on every song, I think. Yeah. Um, for the most part. Okay. Um, myself, I started listening to them right after Good For Me came out. I went and saw them on the AP tour um, with my buddy Tom Zell and Mike Bolster. And I was like, ooh, the Swellers, they're good. Yeah. Um, so I bought the their two CDs at the show. And then this was the first release that came out after I was a fan. So okay. I, was, I remember like being excited for the release. Nice. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I think like sound wise that it does fit a little closer to, um, good for me than light under closed doors. Mm, okay. Um, and light under closed doors, I think has some similar themes as this EP. Um, yeah. Definitely. But if I remember, um, reading elsewhere, like when they were writing, uh, what's the slow sludgy song on on uh on light under closed, closed doors do 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 um i'm gonna try to look up the track Not list right now oh yeah high low it's high low. high low yeah they wrote that i think on a baritone guitar and like it was in a different like detuned a little bit yeah uh, and they were gonna. I think it was gonna be written for a different project other than the Swellers, and then they oh. just turned it into more Sweller stuff. Mm, I'm glad they did. I did too because I, I love that album. Yeah. Um, before we dive into this EP, though, let's talk about the bevy portion of the podcast. All right, shall the bevy, we? Yeah, the bevy I portion. Kind of forgot about it because we you got me talk, talking about the Swellers. Yeah, we started we started writing in on the Swellers. Yeah. Um, what do you um, have this week, Jesse? I've got uh, still with the uh, sober aspect of it, but I'm trying Reed's Craft Ginger Beer. Uh, non-alcoholic, but it is what completely what uh, filtered water, cane sugar, Ooh, ginger cane. root, pineapple juice. You don't always honey, get, don't lemon always get and lime sugar. juices, and spices. Oh, I wonder what spices. Yeah. You don't always get cane sugar. I know, like whenever um, like there's like a bottle of Coke that has like real sugar, they always advertise it. Well, yeah, it tastes different. Yeah, because the other stuff is just is literally corn syrup. Mm-hmm. High fructose corn syrup, which is really blech. Yeah. But anyway, um, on they have a little scale here, a spice level. And on the spice level, it is a medium. There's Ooh. light, medium, and strong. Interesting. Ooh. Well, while you're enjoying that uh, ginger beer... Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. What I, do you got today? I have the Blackstone and Bellmead bourbon collaboration to Nashville... Um, a brewery and distillery. I, it's a stout called the Black Bell Stout. I think we've had this before on the podcast. We've probably had a, a version of it, yeah. Um, this is the 2021 version, and it, it is chai-flavored. Ooh, chai-flavored. So chai-flavored is normally... I normally like chai-flavored stuff um, in beers. Yeah, chai... I mean, if you... Mm. I feel like most people are probably familiar with chai, like chai tea, what it is. If, if you're not, it is a... Is it a black tea? I think so. I think so too. I don't. Really I don't know. actually know though. It's it's spiced though. Yeah, but the spices what are normally like cardamom and pepper, black pepper. I don't know. And some other variation of spices. 
Yeah. Maybe, well, if you get a, a pumpkin chai latte, there's pumpkin spice in there, which who knows what pumpkin spice even is. Is it even is it even anything? It's or is it just like cinnamon? They, yeah, it's just like those. Because I mean, pumpkin is not a spice. For all of you out there who didn't know that pumpkin was not an actual spice. Yeah, it's, it's pumpkin spice is just like the things that they would put in pumpkin pie. Yeah, cinnamon, cinnamon, nutmeg, nutmeg. That's the one. Nutmeg's a, a big one. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. I couldn't think of the other spice. I just kept going back to cinnamon. Um, this uh, this craft ginger beer is really good. Is it super gingery? No, I mean, well, yes, it's more it's more gingery than the Canada Dry that I had last time. I mean, the Canada Dry was very, 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 very sweet, very light on the ginger, and this Reeds has a nice like ginger warmth. I mm. guess is how I would describe it. It's like spicy and warm, while being sweet at the same time. It's tasty. This brew is uh, black as night, and I see some floaties in there. Ooh, nice! Got some sediment. So. Smells delicious. Oh, we um, forgot to say shibbity beep down. It's never too late. <laughs> shibbity beep I'm going to try this uh, uh, Black Bow Chai Imperial down, Stout Asian Bourbon Barrels. Bourbon down barrels. the chai hatch. It's, um, it's kind of thick, real velvety. Ooh, nice. Which is uh, kind of a pleasant mouth feel. <laughs> Such a pretentious <laughs> thing to say. I know it is. <laughs> yes, the mouthfeel is quite nice from this beer. I mean, it's like the appropriate term to use, but I can't say that it and is, feel yeah. good about myself. <laughs> uh, let me see what the mouthfeel of this ginger beer is. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be more carbonated and just, I don't know, mm. <laughs> carbonated and spicy. The mouthfeel of this ginger beer is, is quite nice. It's a light carbonation. <laughs> I've had, um, there's one ginger beer I've had. We, we made um, our own Moscow Mules for a while and we nice. used... Um, it's it's a pretty well known type of ginger beer. Pardon me, um, pretty well known brand of ginger beer. Um, I'm just Fentimins, I think. Fe- Fentimins. Uh, it starts with an F. Fen. Yeah, Fentimins. Fentimins. I've never heard of it. Um, here's a picture of the bottle. Let's see, you can see if that looks familiar to you or not. Oh no, I've never seen that. I'll have to. Uh, it's very burp. easy to find. Ooh, um, ginger beer burps. Yeah. Burp. Ooh. Wherever you find ginger beer, it's probably there. Maybe not at a grocery store. No, this is really the only craft one that they had at Kroger. Yeah, but you can find this many, many a place. Um, this is tasty, delicious. Would nice. I get it again? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um, actually, let me go back. I forgot to go taste. back for a second sip. Yeah. See how I much chai see, you can taste. Yeah. That, I completely <laughs> forgot about the chai. I was just focused. You were just on like, wow, this is a nice beer. <laughs> yeah. I was in, entangled in the mouthfeel. It's like quicksand. The mouthfeel is like quicksand. Yeah. What kind of what kind of chai notes are you getting in there? Oh, it's in there. Um, it's it's just the chai spices. I don't know. Chai spices. I'm not sure what else you would say about that. Yeah, I'm gonna try to look up the chai spices. Um, yeah, it's it's the chai spices are in there. Um, they don't hit me immediately, but when they come in, they stick around for the full uh, end of the ride. For the t- till the end, they get on. You go through all the uh, the parts of the ride. You're going up. Click 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 click. If this was a bu- how about this? If it was a bus route, I got on on the first stop. They get off. They got on on the second stop. And okay. then we got off together. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So you went through three stops. Yeah. Initial. And we hung out and afterwards. You guys, you guys all hung out. Uh, it's good. Good brew. I'll let you all know if uh, I think it 
changes as it warms up, but I don't think it will because uh, I forgot to put this in the fridge in time, so it's already kind of at that prime oh, okay. temperature. Yeah, I, I don't think mine's going to change much either. I think it'll uh, I think it'll stay pretty much the same. Nice and spicy. Yeah, nice and spicy. I kind of want to try one that's more spicy than this. The Fentimans is very like spicy. I want. I just want to see what it's like. It's just like grating ginger and like drinking it. Mm. Uh, it's not a bad thing though. I kind of like. I mean, that. I like ginger so. Yeah. Um, shall we dive into this EP? Yeah, let's go. All right. Um, so the first song is called Hands. 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 We all have them. Mm-hmm. Usually, we do. Well, and normally. Unless there's unfortunate circumstances. Everybody's different. Yep. You never know. Someone might not have hands. Yeah. You could be born without hands. Mm-hmm. Or have a horrible accident. Yep. Um, anyway. <laughs> most of us back to, this, back to the song Hands. Everybody knows what a hand is. Um, <laughs> I think this song is like tied for having the best chorus on the album. Okay. Um, it's either this or a song I'll talk about later. Uh-huh. <laughs> making Waves, I'll just say it now. Okay, Making Waves. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. I mean, like this song is this song is just like all the other songs in the album. The song is extremely catchy. Yeah. And the... The guitars are like this. I like I like the general sound of the guitars on this album too. I agree. They're like really chunky and sharp and chuggy at they, the same time. They feel more dialed in than like their previous albums, where it was just like the pop punk, pop the, punk like more distortion guitar, driven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This one is a little bit more carefully planned out. I think. Yeah, um, I would agree. Chorus. I think it's like a, it's like that shout along chorus. Uh, Oh, mm-hmm. to, so it's it's really really catchy. It gets stuck in your head after you listen to it. Um, definitely not like a pop punk song. It's kind of like a fast, a mid fast tempo like indie rock song almost. Okay, I can see that. Or it's more like uh, garage rock. I don't know. More like uh, poppy garage rock. Poppy like garage rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think they're definitely referencing. Uh, the band situation that they were in, the mid mm-hmm. mid level band land, because um, they talk about like not being satisfied. There's something better. Yeah, um, it, it sounds happy the music, but yeah. it's, there's a longing in the uh, the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think there there's that. That's a good word for it. There's a longing throughout the entire album. I there think. really is. There, like yeah. a, a especially hunt, hunting, longing. especially the last song. Yes. Uh, Anyway, we'll I mean, get there eventually. There's a reason why they titled the EP that. Yeah. Um, uh, track number two is called Let Me In. Let Me In. Was that Eric Andre thing? Let Me In. Let Me In. <laughs> I can't remember Eric. Isn't that Eric Andre? He's like Probably. he's like at the gates of somewhere and he's like, Oh, ah, yes. Let Me In. <laughs> That's a big meme. Yeah, it's a meme, yeah. There's a bunch of Eric Andre memes. Yeah, he's, he's funny. He's a funny guy. He's very funny. Um, but that's I don't think they're referencing that here. Probably um, not. This is darker and faster than the last song. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this fits in with the the B side that was left off of "Good for Me" called um, uh, was it like oh geez um, it was the one talking about like the the deaths at the hospital. Oh wow! I haven't thought about hospital, that song in a long time. It's dark at times. Yeah, I I remember what song you're talking about, but um, I can't I can't place the name of it though. Yeah, if if you all look it up, it's on the, uh, I I don't know, it, it's remember. it's on an EP by the Swellers. Yeah. Um, but this sounds like the B side or a couple B sides from their previous album. 
Um, definitely like a dark, one of the darker song sounding songs on the album. And they hit those like pop punky, like fast drums in the verse. Yeah. But the chorus is kind of like a weird, I don't know how to describe the feel, but it, it, they switch it up. Um, like almost like post punk. I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, weird. I think, they do some I interesting think... drum things and some, some really cool things to differentiate it from just like a straightforward pop. Uh, not pop, but like punk song. Yeah, I think in a way you're right. Like pop, post pop punk in a way. Yeah, but I wouldn't call it post punk per se. Mm-mm. Um, lyrically, it seems like like he's like singing about someone to like let him in because he like needs a place to sleep or whatever. Also, but yeah, but uh, gets like turned away. Um, and like in the end, he knows he's gonna be lonely. It's like mm-hmm. better that way, I guess. Um, could be literal or metaphor about the band. I don't know. Uh, probably. Based on some of the other songs, probably literal and metaphorical, yeah. I would assume. Whatever it's about, it rocks. It rocks. Yeah. It's a, it's no a good matter one to, what it's about. You can bang your head to this one. Yeah. yeah. On to the next track. Yeah, track number three is called Bad For Me. Bad For Me. I can only assume that that's a reference to their album Good For Me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's like a negative reference mm-hmm. because the yeah, experience like they had after that album yeah the whole album the whole experience with that album was probably overall a bad experience for them yeah based um, on what you're saying earlier about how they kind of got i guess like kind of screwed over by the label and yeah if you want to read um again that article by jonathan diener i think it's on the the website vice um, the once again, it is called "The Life and Death of a Mid-Level Band: The End of the Swellers." It's a really interesting read. Hmm. Um, and he he gives like it's like what's the term? No holds barred. No no barred, no hold, holds barred. Yeah, yeah. He he like he doesn't he lets pull loose. his punches. Yeah, he doesn't pull his punches. He it's, it's, he lets it all lets it fly. It's a good read. Um, hmm. This song is way way more poppy than uh, "Let Me In," the previous yeah. song. Um, I think it would have also fit on good for me though it kind of has that that sound mm-hmm. um my favorite part is that when he's going on the ride symbol now it's kind of like when you hit real close to the nut on the the symbol mm-hmm. you get yeah that, that high or it's like the really really high <laughs> piercing sound and it's on the downbeat but that against the um the kick drum has this like syncopated feel it's really cool nice uh it's like that one little thing that they added to the song that right maybe doesn't like make a big splash but it just it livens it up enough to where it's i i wait for that little side part every time i yeah. listen to the song yeah yeah awesome another theme about being alone and maybe betrayed like he says he'll never forget the other person he's referring to um he talks about like true colors always show oh yeah um, and it now, doesn't yeah. sound like good true colors it sounds like yeah uh, bad ones and there are also there's some weird metaphors about dying like being the casket so it's hmm. i think could be about the band i don't know be about the band dying slowly and being betrayed. Yeah, uh, it's always so sad when I remember that they're not a band anymore. Yeah, it's really too bad. But they left a. Uh, they definitely made waves. Yeah, um, they definitely the made waves. Uh, number four, making, making waves. waves. Um, this is probably what I would say is my favorite song on the album. Okay, I think in general, as like a, uh, I think the last song is my favorite song. I, but, I struggle to, to keep... But this I, is... I, I want the last one to be my favorite, but when I like listen to the album through, this is yeah. the one that I, I... This one is easily like the most 
catchy song, I Hands, think. Uh, for sure, for sure. It's like, it's like the most... Uh, pop punk, all, yeah. like through and through. Yeah, um, easiest song to remember, easiest song to jam along to. Yeah, and it's got some clever lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite is in the second chorus when he says, I hate being so well-versed, hard getting to the chorus. Remember that bridge we burned? Oh, yeah. I still have trouble getting over it. Yeah. It's just it's referencing, clever. Yeah, referencing the song structure. Yeah. Or it's song structure referencing in general. Referencing the song structure, and it also... If it's if he's referring to his band, like he hates being well versed, he hates being able to like write these great songs. Um, it's hard getting to the chorus because they sing them over and over again every night. Yeah, um, for small oh, crowds. Maybe. Oh, so like it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to sing those choruses. That's, that's how I'm interpreting it. Yeah, they never said that's that my sense. interpretation. Remember yeah. that bridge we burned? I still have trouble getting over it. So something in their their in the, the past because they they've had issues with management and all kind of things. So yeah, that's how I read it. There could be about something completely different, but I like to put that little. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That little, the little. What's the thing that they always made us think about at Geneva? What? <laughs> in what? <laughs> Where? Worldview? I mean, is that the worldview? Is that the word they used in humanities? I mean, that is a word they used in humanities. Yeah, I don't know if it means what Not you're wanting it to mean. Like a uh, a scope? No, like a, a window. Spin? It's I don't know what I'm looking Putting for. Putting your interpretation on it. Why? Lens or something. I can't lens, remember. Lens, sure, yeah. Lens. Who knows? Um, but that's how I like to read, read in that song. Yeah. Because I'm making waves and you're not. I'm done mm-hmm. taking my and that fine by me. me. And that's fine by me. Yeah. Also sounds like they're doing their own thing as a band and not really caring what other people are doing. They're making yep. their own ways. They're, yeah. Or they could be making waves in the against the record label or something. They're like, hey, we want you guys to write this type of an album. And they're like, nope, we're making waves <laughs> against you fools. Yeah. I think this album is also where, I, I could be wrong, but I think it's where they created that like wave logo. Mm. Okay. Um, I love that logo. It's really cool. Yeah. It's on it the cover. Cool um, really, really cool. Um, the cover is also really interesting because it's just them sitting down with all the newspapers behind yeah, them. Yeah, and they all look kind of bummed out. Look bummed out and yeah. tired. Yeah. And I think the song that they reference being tired as a band is the last song. Yeah. Um, title track, Running Out of Places to Go. I think it's the mission statement of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I don't think there's much room for interpretation here. Yeah. You can interpret it, obviously, but I, I, they're tired as a band, and this song very well encapsulates it. Mm-hmm. Catchy, too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's extremely catchy, yeah. I love that first chorus. When it's just him and the guitar on those, like, I think he's doing all downstrokes. Yeah. And you can hear how chuggy and low the guitar sounds. Mm-hmm. How important are the words? It's just, it sounds like really powerful and really emotional. Yeah, like really, really heartfelt. Yeah. Almost visceral. Yeah. And he, uh, he, the first line in the song, he says, this is for an audience of one at a time. Mm-hmm. So is he like, what does he, what do you think that means? Like he's, he's singing it for... All his fans? Or I think all the fans? I think it's a message to the fans. Like, thank yeah. you for letting us into your homes. Yeah. I think he's singing to each and every fan that came out to the show. Yeah. Especially those, like, really small shows. Like, even those two, the couple of shows that we saw him at, at the Smiling Moose, those were fairly small shows. They were teeny, teeny. We saw yeah. him in the basement alley of a bowling alley. Basement of a bowling alley. Yeah, in Ohio. In Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun show. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, I really like the last i don't think it's a chorus 
um is it a refrain it's like yeah the last like little bit of the song where it's like they repeat this these one line this one line over and over again i'd miss my bed but i can't remember how it feels compared to yours and any other but thank you for letting me into your home Mm -hmm. i was running out of places to go yeah so like it's a i think it's really a fairly heartfelt ending of the song yeah it's like kind of sad but like happy but I'm, we've seen them play this song and like the crowd sings along. It's just a really mm-hmm. like nice, nice time. Yeah. Um, and on their last like run, their last, like their farewell tour and even their last show, this was their second to last song that they would play every single night. And I think that's yeah. for that reason. They closed with the best I ever had. I mean, they can't not close That song that. was the best they ever had. Uh, just kidding. Yeah, well, Maybe I mean, it probably was song. the most like uh, popular, definitely, mm-hmm. in terms of like views and plays and... Yeah. Whatnot. If you if you read that interview by or that article by Jonathan Diener in Vice, whatever it's called, the long title, he talks about how like they got little to no promotion, but for some there was something set up where um, it would autoplay after a certain Paramore song oh, on really? YouTube, and so they got oh a bunch gosh. of views just because of that. Oh wow, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, overall though, overall though, I think it's a great little EP. I do too. It's only, it's only like what, like 25, 30 minutes? 20, not even 20 minutes, maybe? I think the last song is the longest. Um, everything else is probably two to three minutes. So, yeah. 20 minutes, maybe? 20 minutes, probably. That's, I, I'd probably say 20 minutes. It's a, it's a great, great EP. Um, they're a great band. Yeah. Um, I think they also went out on oh, their own. They were own, a great band. Their own terms. Yeah. Because um, they said. Uh, and, he, and again, if you read the article, it's all in there. Uh, but they <laughs> Go read they the were, article. It was, I think, probably before um, Light Under Closed Doors came out, they were in Europe on tour, and they all just kind of were like drained and, and like jaded and tired at that point. And they were, yeah. someone said, we should just end the band. And they're all kind of like, yeah, it's a good idea. Oh, wow. Like, it wasn't like an argument or something. It wasn't like, like no, we got to keep it going. They were like, kind yeah, of felt a little relief over. that someone else had said it. Oh, dang. Yeah. It's so sad, but it is they too left bad. us with... Five, With quite a few five good albums. great albums, yeah. two EPs, um, great memories with the live shows. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, you can find, like, there's really well-recorded versions of their very last show ever. It was in, like, Belgium or somewhere. It's like, it's like okay. Goz, Gozer Rock. I don't, I don't know. what it, It's some big festival that happens year-round. Um, you can see their last show in the U.S., which was somewhere in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um and other like pro shot uh, board recording um, mm. videos. It's just kind of fun to go relive those moments. Swellers, yeah. it's a great band. Um, yeah. If you haven't checked them out, please do. Um, I'm sure we'll review their older albums. We can yeah, at some point, yeah. Dive in. We for sure will. Yeah. Um, on a completely different note, um, I'm slowly getting into Fugazi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Um, I never really wanted to, to like them because I liked Minor Threat a lot and Fugazi is the, the band that um, the lead singer formed afterwards. Okay. And Fugazi is kind of like the big proponent of post-hardcore music. Like they kind of like shaped that and, and they like that's the big influence. And when I was in high school, I would hear some of their stuff and be like, Bleh. and everyone's <laughs> like, they're so much better than Minor Threat. And I'd say, no, they're not. Quality over quantity. Because Minor Threat had <laughs> like what, one album, like two albums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fugazi had like six or so, but um, but you've been getting into them recently on uh, one fifty five the podcast. They do like themed months of yeah. reviewing songs, and for August of twenty 
I'm in August of 2022 right now. I'm still trying to catch up. They did Fugazi. They call it like Fugazi. Like it's, they, they try and make clever they try names. To, they try to mix Fugazi and August. But they also Fugazi, 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 Fugazi. If you look at their spelling too, it's confusing. Okay. Um, but they also pulled a fast one on all their listeners, um, and they extended it throughout September. So it's <laughs> like eight, eight, because I think one one of those months was a five. Uh, like they had five episodes of one of those ones where they had like an extra day in a week or something. Yeah. Um, so it's like eight or nine episodes. And so I'm maybe like five episodes in and I've liked all the Fugazi songs so far. Okay, nice. Um, so I think I'm going to recommend one them. of those at some point. But having listened to it, I think it's more up your alley than Minor Threat is. Oh, really? Okay. It's focused on weird stuff, rhythmic stuff, mm-hmm. just like really out there. Which album should I check out? I don't know. I'm going to jump in and then I'll maybe I'll give okay. you a, a jumping off point. Okay. Sounds good. Um, but that'll be on the radar coming up. Um, a little uh, cleanup housekeeping, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, we are recording in person today, which we are. may be our last in-person recording for a for, very, very long time. Yeah, for a while. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm moving back to Minnesota. Back to Minnesota. Back to Minnesota on Monday. This coming Monday. The 27th of February. Uh, I'm going to go back up there to be closer to family. Yeah. And uh, as uh, as the inevitable uh, march of time comes for us all. <laughs> yeah, it really does, doesn't it? Yeah, these, these things happen. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, makes sense. Yeah, it's going to be sad. It's kind of like a good, it's a mixture, mixture, mixture of both good and bad emotions. Bittersweet is what they use. Bittersweet, say. yeah, is, is definitely Perfect the best term. way to describe it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, you know, you're on to to the next stage of your life. Yep, doing what's best for you. Um, we're going to continue to record, however, because we will. Yes, we learned in the uh, the great pandemic, the great pandemic, <laughs> or the not the, the not so great, not so great pandemic. pandemic. We learned how to record remotely, which was a, a good game changer for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to continue to do that, um, and I think we'll branch out into. Other media, different things, yeah. As well, we'll we'll do some movie reviews from here. To we could do a TV show, like a TV series, TV show reviews. Movie, yeah. Whatever, whatever just we, what different we things. Do. Yeah, we're, we're gonna do whatever we want to do. Cause this is our podcast. But every episode will incorporate some beverage and some media-related thing, thing. Yeah. So yep, there you have it. So you'll have that to look forward to. If you have any suggestions of good movies that we should watch, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. I watched. Uh, I finally watched Pinocchio. Oh, would you like it? The new one, yeah, I liked it. Really a lot. good. What about all, uh, all that? Um, uh, what, what's the the dictator from Italy? Mussolini. Oh, Mussolini. Yeah, I didn't expect to see him pop up. <laughs> he was a uh, he was really short in that. Was yeah. he really short in real life? Probably. I don't Who know. knows? It was funny. It was good though. It was funny. Yeah, it was I good. It. I liked the um, Leviathan beast. Also, was yeah, cool. he looked. He looked. Everything in that movie looked really cool. It was so sad in the end. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so good. It was a it's a sad movie, but a good movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was cool. I think I like it better than the... Well, I don't know if I like it better than the original. I haven't I seen know. the original one in a I long time. An actor's life for me. It's the best part. Well, there's <laughs> all kinds of best parts, but I, I really appreciate that one. Yeah. Um, so going forward, I don't know if we'll have an episode next week. Jesse's going to be busy with moving, yeah, um, settling I'll, in. Yeah, I think I'll be pretty busy that this next week. So, so we're definitely going to take one week off. Um, we'll kind of play it by ear if we want to take two weeks off. Um, yeah, but we'll we see. will be back. Um, in a short amount of time, so yeah. don't fret, dear listener. We can. Uh, we'll probably be back the next week. 
Well, we can we can figure out something real easy to let's do. Shoot that as a plan. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a Fugazi album that we talk about. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> but there's some stuff I really want you to listen to. But we'll okay. get to that. Yeah, we'll get to um, that at another time. Anyways, my my brew is good. Uh, the album's good. My my ginger beer is, is pretty good too. Still good. Um, shall we give it a cheers and sign off? Yeah. As we always say at American Brews and Tunes. Tink down the hatch. <laughs> Just the regular. Hatch. Keep it simple, stupid. Dirigible. Dirigible is a plane. What? A dirigible is a, an aircraft. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another time. Um, once again, my name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this is American Brews and Tunes. <laughs> Are you going to try and burp? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. It didn't work. Burp. Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Shibbity-beeby-day